superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. You started the super team, bro. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Roger Bennett of Men and Blazers here on the Rich Eisen Show. What is the result here? Do you really think that, yeah, you know, Liverpool joins this Super League, money starts flowing in, but fans won't go? The Rich Eisen Show. What we're really seeing is football eating itself. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Coming up, ESPN NFL analyst Lewis Riddick. Plus, co host of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number two of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. My colleague from NFL Network, the NFL media group, Ian Rappaport, was on our number one, telling us why the Dolphins made trade down from uh, the uh, sixth spot that they traded back into after trading out to three down to 12. It, it is... Uh, it is apparently what is happening. And then, of course, the evaluation that the Niners are doing at three and all of that that is going to finally come out in the wash nine days from now when uh, we're in Cleveland, Ohio, for the draft. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How hey, are you, sir? Man. What's happening? Uh, Mr. Feller sitting in for uh, Mike Del Tufo. Good hey. to see you. Look at you wearing a Raiders hat. Yep. You're part of Raiders Nation, are you I not? Am. Okay. Ooh, Raider Nation. We're on Raider Nation Radio in Vegas uh, every single day. And we uh, say hello to that audience I right now. Las Vegas. You do. You miss it deep down. You I, miss I, it. Oh, Can't so, wait to go out so back bad. out there. So I know. Bad. I miss it. So Very bad. good. Uh, good to see you, T.J. Jefferson. How are you, sir? Good well, to you see know, you on this day. Got, got some putting tips yesterday from some of the. You went to the LPGA uh, competition that's going down here in, in Los Wilson, Angeles, Wilshire Country Club. Yeah, and so I got some tips from some great pros. Ladies treated me very nice yesterday and, uh, and the, know, helped me out a little bit. And the fruits of your labor, we will see in, in, uh, on Friday's show. Friday? Very good. Yeah, Very know. good. Terrific. Yeah. I might be the best in the world. I'm just saying. That's Whoa. what you. That's Whoa. that's what you say you are, and at everything, and <laughs> and I'm, I'm right about most uh, of it. All right. <laughs> uh, Kyle Brent of the Emmy nominated Good Morning Football will be joining us in hour number three, and joining me right here on the Rich Eisen Show from the worldwide leader in sports, and he will be uh, part of their draft coverage, the in, an integral part of their draft coverage for all. Three days, two nights, one day, starting next week in Cleveland, Ohio. Also, uh, one of the expert analysts on Monday Night Football, Lewis Riddick, back here on the show. How are you, sir? Rich Eisen, how are you, man? Thanks for having me back. Better for talking to you. Better for talking to you. All right, Lewis, uh, let's get into it. I've asked this question of many, um, so uh, I appreciate your insights that you will be adding to this. Is it your belief is it possible that the Niners made this maneuver from 12 to 3 using all the draft capital that they used to go get it to choose a position that will only serve as an evaluation all the way through to the draft? Or did they know who they were going to go get at number 3, assuming that Wilson and Lawrence would be off the board? Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think they had an idea of who they wanted I think they obviously 
which I think all personnel departments will leave themselves open to changing their mind simply because you can always get information later on in the process that can possibly sway you, especially if you have some guys who are very closely grouped, which when we're talking about quarterbacks and we're talking about these specific quarterbacks, there's no way you can definitively say that between Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones, that one is just head and shoulders above the other in terms of being a productive, high-level performer in the NFL. There's no way you can say that. You could subjectively argue one guy for another based on what your tastes are and what, I don't know, whatever you perceive to be, you know, something that you see that somebody else doesn't see. But all things being equal, there's no way you can say that one guy is going to be so much better than the other. And I think with San Francisco, I think even they, even if they have an idea of who they wanted, even if they had an idea of who they were going up to get, I think they're going to leave themselves some wiggle room to say, hey, look, if somewhere here late in this process, somebody just blows our doors off and we, we wind up getting a level of comfort with them that we didn't have previously, then we can change our mind. And look, I always tell this story. Look, that, that kind of thing, it, it isn't always that you, know, you have to know because everyone thinks that you have to know what you, you, know, what you want to do. Because if you don't, I've heard people say, well, it's just irresponsible for them. No, it's not. Hmm. It's not irresponsible for them to do this. They can do whatever the hell they want. Because in the end, if the guy winds up being the right guy, and maybe it was someone who, you know, they didn't initially think that they that they uh, had favored, and then they wind up winning the Super Bowl, are we going to hold it against Kyle and John and say, well, that isn't who Adam Schefter said you were going to pick? You know what? We're not going to celebrate that. Damn it! You know, you or you pay too much for that guy. So guess what? This still it doesn't it can't. No one cares in the end. You just care about getting it right. We did that in 2004, Rich, when I was in Washington. We went in the night before the draft saying we were going to draft Kellen Winslow Jr., Kellen Winslow II, whatever, the night before the draft. We had a big meeting the night before, the entire personnel department, entire uh, coaching staff, and we were arguing like kids in there about who would be the better pro. And it was damn near 50-50. The next morning we come back and we flipped it. Sean Taylor first, Kellen Winslow second. We draft Sean Taylor. He's on his way to a Hall of Fame career before he's taken away from us. And it was the smartest move we could have made. So, look, I don't need for them to have, have it set in stone who they want to pick. They need to have it set in stone when they're on the clock. That's what matters. Well, it, it, it is amazing, Lewis, how, how it all works out. And I had a front-row seat for it with Mayock for all those mm-hmm. years, okay? Mike's on mm-hmm. NFL Network, and his word to so many fans, gospel. Absolute right. gospel. And then in his first draft, he chooses Cleveland Farrell, with the first chance he's got to draft someone for the Raiders. And so right. few people were talking about him. And everyone's like, Mayock doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Whereas yep. if Mike was on NFL Network, pounding the table for Farrell all along, and somebody else for the Raiders drafting chose someone other than Farrell, fans would have been like, why the hell didn't you choose the guy that Mayock wanted? You right. know? And Mayock's yep. the one who's now actually making the pick. <laughs> yep. And yep. folks are like, well, wait a minute. I've heard this name for three straight weeks. I didn't hear that name. This person doesn't know what they're doing. So the yep. concept is it was Mac Jones. Now it's Justin Fields. And I asked this of Ian Rappaport, what's changed? Or it's just our viewpoint of it, right? So what do you think would be the best choice for the Niners three overall, Lewis? Yeah, you, you know what, man? See, that question mm-hmm. – there's a, I, I can't. How do I put this? I can't necessarily say what's best simply because of this. There's information that they have that none of us 
Well, most of us don't have. Like what? We, you, you know, we all have phones, right? We, we all pick up and talk to people, right? Yes. They know things as far as intelligence tests, as far as psychological evaluation, as far as medical evaluation, which is the most important thing about all this, right. that they factor into this decision. And then it becomes a subjective thing, Rich. You, you know that, right? So uh, Kyle can be sitting here going, look, I value this, this, and this in a player more so than this, this, and this. I may value decision-making and accuracy more so than I value – uh, you know, athletic ability and arm talent. I value the way I feel around this player as far as how I think I can get along with this player over the other player. So there's so many different things that really go into determining who is the best person, more so than just watching tape. So, all right, on, on, its, on the surface, look, I think Trey Lance, of those three, has the potential both in terms of makeup, intelligence, athletic ability, height, weight, speed, running ability, all the different things that he can do. And I've talked to this young man and looked him in the eye and talked to him in person. He's the guy who I really like out of this entire group. I love Mac Jones, too, because I know how smart quarterbacks win. Smart quarterbacks who have competent levels of talent, they win in the NFL because I also know that dumb football loses in the NFL. And people forget <laughs> that right now. Right now, we don't want to talk about that. We just want to talk about height, weight, and speed. Dumb football loses in the NFL. It just does every time. And, you, and the statistics bear it out. He's the guy who coaches love because he doesn't play dumb football. He can almost match you move for move on the field like a coach meaning matching defensive coordinators. And defensive coordinators hate guys like that. They hate guys like that who are almost on par with them from a strategic standpoint. And Mac gives you that. And, and you know what, Trey Lance, when you talk to people about him, he is getting to that level too. And he has the ability to do that as well as anyone. Justin, same thing. If you talk to Ryan Day, Justin Fields is a very intelligent quarterback, very intelligent, that is still on his way up and may have the most physical upside of them all. So, who is the best guy? For me, knowing what I know when you marry the physical with the mental and everything that comes with it in the package, from the limited exposure I've had to these young men, I am a big fan of Trey Lance. How about that? A big fan. Big, big fan. But they have, they have other information that I know that I don't, and none of, none, none of the other people who are talking about these quarterbacks don't. So... Just be prepared. As you know, you've done this a long time. When you're sitting in that seat next Thursday night, be prepared for anything because anything can happen, and it probably will. And then there's the sense also, too, though, and and I just want to bounce this off you and then move on, uh, Lewis mm-hmm. Reddick of ESPN. Bucky Brooks, my colleague from the NFL Media Group, pointed out that you know when the trade hit for the mm-hmm. Niners and, and the Dolphins, it was during Zach Wilson's pro day. So obviously yeah. it had to be done leading up to Zach Wilson's pro day. So thus the quarterbacks that were potentially being traded up for the Niners to get um, and that they would have been happy with, if you will, included mm-hmm. Zach Wilson as they were sure. making this trade. So if, you know, there's no magic number, we've been saying the three quarterbacks that the Niners were willing to go get and trade up to and while they would do this evaluation to make sure, as you pointed out earlier in this conversation, that the tape grinding would come to a consensus eventually, and has to anyway, yeah. that, that Zach Wilson was in that mix and maybe Mac Jones never was. Mm-hmm. That's what he threw out there too, that, that, that the, the quarterbacks that the Niners were looking at were really 
Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields because they're all of a similar, if you will, physical height, weight, speed, skill set, and Mac Jones sure. is not. What do you make of that? What do you think of that? I mean, you know what? I'll, I'll just default to this. Adam Schefter, who we know, mm-hmm. is <laughs> sometimes you think Adam's actually sitting in some of these meetings. <laughs> Okay, I mean, it's like, God, how do you know that? That's because his <laughs> phone know? is plugged into the back of his head like the Matrix, Lewis. He's, <laughs> he's got a, he does. Okay, he wouldn't say what he has already said about who, about maybe who some of the, some of the quarterbacks are that the 49ers like if he didn't know that definitively. He doesn't throw stuff out there for the heck of it. So for him to say that the 49ers like Matt Jones, as he has gone on record as saying, it is not because he Mac Jones was never in the conversation. Mac Jones has been in the conversation. I've been told Mac Jones has been in the conversation. So this is not one of those where actually, oh, they're just kind of running a smokescreen and, and kind of leaking out there that he is, but he's not. No, he is. He, he's definitely in it, for sure. As far as Zach Wilson is concerned, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Steve Young has said, and you know, Steve, you know, obviously Steve's dialed into BYU. Yep. Steve's dialed into the 49ers. Steve has said, well, you know, 49ers would love to get their hands on Zach. So there's no question that they would love to. Who knows? Maybe the Jets, for some reason or another, oh, which I can't foresee, no. don't pick Zach. Oh, please. Wouldn't that make it a pretty fun night next Thursday? No, night? it would not, Lewis. And you, and, <laughs> yes, and, it would. And, no, it would not. And the host sitting next to you would agree. That host sitting you next. You know what? No, that that's true too. He probably pass out. We have to get somebody else to go. I might have to slide over in that chair, and then all hell would. Please, break I think Reese Davis would have to host all three shows at that that's point. That's true too. He better that's be ready. True too. But I, but you know what? I think I think there's no question that they would like to have him too. Maybe most of these quarterback coaches would. I mean, that that's a phenomenal talent, man. I mean, right. this is what's so like. I mean, we said this so. I've said this so many times. Like. Quarterback evaluation, like we're so predetermined right now to believe that quarterbacks have to look a certain way from an athletic and aesthetic standpoint in order to win. But, man, I mean, just let's go back 10, 15, let's just go back from this year and just work backwards 10 to 15 years. And when we, when we start playing the games and you start hosting shows on Sunday mornings and talking about games, what is the keys that we always kind of resort, resort back to, revert back to as far as how a team is going to win or not lose? What do we talk about? Situational football, turnovers, not throwing interceptions, making smart decisions. We don't say, well, this guy has to make this off-schedule 50-yard throw, sidearm, you know, body parallel like Pat, Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. We don't talk about that. Right. And yet, at this time of year, we're just like drunk with the with the height, weight, and speed measurables. I mean, just absolutely intoxicated on our behind talking about it. And we know then when we get back to the eleven on eleven, there's just certain things that in the NFL over time have always determined the outcome of games and always will. And that's why we just and we and we just forget about it at this time of year. And I think we have to remember that the that coaches value certain things at a much higher level at all times of the year, not just when the games are starting. And right now is one of those times of year where, where they're sitting in meetings and they're talking about this kind of thing. And that's why a guy like Mac Jones, for as much as people may hate the way he plays the game relative to the superstars in this league, 
he is in the mix, man. Okay. He is in the mix, and he's going to play a long time in the NFL. Couple more minutes left with Lewis Riddick here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show, ESPN analyst, as well as NFL, um, you know, NFL Live analyst, and he'll be on the the draft set on Thursday night and throughout for ESPN, and also in the Monday Night Football booth, the hyphenate, uh, here on the Rich Eisen Show. You said that we're all drunk on height, weight, speed this time of the year, so we must be doing bed spins over Kyle Pitts together. Um, <laughs> no doubt. So walk me through the 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 Falcons draft room and meetings with Arthur Blank right now, best you can take a guess. What, a, what do you think? What a tough situation they're in at four. Okay, it sounds like a good situation, but it's a tough situation. So you're trying to balance the short term with the long term. Take care of this team right now. How do we help this team win immediately? Because fans want to see wins. Otherwise, they don't come to the stadium. Versus how do we plan for four or five years down the road, especially at quarterback in the event that Matt Ryan hits some kind of wall that everyone hits, supposedly, except for Tom Brady. And we have to have a plan of succession. So, is Trey Lance, Justin Fields, are they in the conversation here? Do we just pick the best player available and take Kyle Pitts, which is, you know, I think, you know, pretty much a consensus opinion? Or do we try and trade out of this spot? How far do we go to where the the value matches up for us as far as maybe getting something that really helps this team, which is defense in particular? Whatever level it is, whether it's pass rusher, second-level linebacker or corner, cover guy, impact player in the secondary. Those are the three scenarios that they're probably trying to hash through right now, and it's a tough decision. It, it really is because, again, you're trying to balance what helps us win games right now, what, else, what helps us in the future as far as building a sustainable championship-level organization. And Terry, I'm sure Terry Fontenot, the GM, and, and, uh, and Arthur Smith and Mr. Blank are all trying to kind of figure that out because – you know, if they if they can't get a good trade partner to move back with, then I think they're just going to turn in the card and take Kyle Pitts and then continue to address this defense throughout the rest of the draft. And that free agency continues to play itself out all the way up until the season. I think so, right? Because they're not a player or two away, but they're going to have to pick someone if they don't get a trade partner. And I think best player available at that point is probably going to be Kyle Pitts. So you roll with it. Don't you think? I mean, uh, you, you you put him out there on the field. You got two more, maybe two years left. I mean, we had Thomas Dimitrov on talking about how the contract was redone with the sense of uh, as it was initially done to keep Matt Ryan uh, in the Falcons uniform for his entire career. Um, mm-hmm. He might think about maybe playing past this contract, but that's for a can to be kicked down the road for another time. Pitts mm-hmm. is going to be there for the next quarterback along with Ridley, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. th- th- why not, right? Yeah, no, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. But, you know, really, I mean, I mean, Kyle's, Kyle's going to be fantastic, provided everything works out for him and he, he stays healthy and all. He's, he's, look, he's an X factor. We all know that. Right. But they have to, they have to make sure that whatever personal acquisition vehicle that they use, they better make sure they get some firepower on defense or which they're not going anywhere. That's true. They're not going anywhere. I don't care how pretty it looks on the perimeter for them. They're not going anywhere. They just aren't. You you can't you can't keep you can't survive the way that team is presently constructed, which is so offensive heavy. It's so everything's about offense scoring points and it's all about perimeter. That's where all their production is coming. Quarterback wide receivers, the pretty glitz and glamour positions. The meat of that team is weak. Offensive line isn't as strong as it needs to be. They can't rush the passer to save their soul. They throw so much money at it. Now they've got they've they've had some better pressures and better pressure percentage last year in particular. 
But they need to put quarterbacks on the ground. They need to get off the field on third down. They need to play a high efficiency level, a high level of defense in terms of efficiency rate. And they just don't. And they've got to get some better players. So unless they do that, and Kyle Pitts is nice, and that's an easy pick. But what else are they going to do to build that team? And that's really what their problem is going to be going forward. Lewis, thanks for the time. Uh, when I see you in Cleveland, know in advance I'm double-vaxxed. Um, <laughs> and uh, I look forward to it. And then, Same, brother. Same. Uh, and look for my call after the draft, too. I'd love to have you back no on and let you, to get your two cents on it. I really, really, truly enjoy your perspective, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Absolutely, my man. I'll see you up there. All right, back at you. That's Lewis Riddick. Must follow on Twitter, at L Riddick ESPN. He said something about uh, Schefter. I've got a story to back what he had to say about Adam. If Adam says it's Mac Jones of, of interest to the Niners, I've got, look, I, I've got a story to tell. I've told it before. I'll tell it again here because I think it's good perspective. And then we take a break. Uh, when we come back, not just that, but our Super League of the National Football Let's League. Go. Heaven yes. forbid it ever comes to pass. <laughs> but we'll take a pass at it when we come back. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the rich eisen show This is a letter okay. written in March of 1998 to Colts owner Jim Ursay, who at the time, a month away in the draft, the decision between you and Peyton Manning. Right. right. It's from Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> oh, dear James. Dear James. Dear James, in response to your addled request for a quick $30 million loan 
to secure the services of the Manning kid, I have to say no at this time. But the Leaf boy is another matter. He looks strong and Manning doesn't, or at least not strong enough to handle that welcome to the NFL business for two years without a world-class offensive line. How are you fixed at left OT for the next few years, James? Think about it. You don't want a China doll back there when that freak sap comes crashing in. <laughs> okay, let me know if you need some money for Leaf. I expect to be very rich when this Depp movie comes out. Your faithful consultant, Hunter, and it's signed HST, with at the bottom scrawled in uh, handwriting, CC John Walsh ESPN and CC Colonel Depp. How did you come into possession of this? So letter? I'm a Chicago Cubs fan and they were in town last week and I was sitting there behind the, the dugout and a guy in L.A. Here. here in L.A. and a guy tapped me on the shoulder and and said, are you Ryan? Are you Ryan Leaf? I said, yes, sir. And and he said, uh, man, I'm just, you know, just such a fan of what you're doing now with the foundation and everything like that. And he just we talked for a little bit. And he's like, have you ever have you ever seen that the Hunter S. Thompson letter? And I'm like. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Would you like to see it? And I said, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I didn't believe it for a second, right? And there it came in the email, and I showed it to my my fiance, who's a, a huge Hunter S. Thompson fan, and we read it, and I just, the absurdity of the fact that, A, Hunter S. Thompson knew who I was, and B, that he was he was trying to persuade Mr. Ursay to draft me instead was just comical. And tw not to see it for 20 years, how does it, it just, it's just nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Right. I called John Walsh of ESPN, and he says, because he's known Hunter and his family's known Hunter S for, for years, he said his wife was like, why are they thinking it's not real? And as a matter of fact, it's a thousand percent real. Wow. Wow. And Hunter S. Thompson was a huge NFL fan. And obviously had an opinion on, on the 1998 draft. This well, I is. think now that we know that a lot of people had an opinion on the 1998 <laughs> NFL draft. This and is amazing. Isn't that I love that line is that you don't want a China doll back there when that freak sap comes crashing in. <laughs> the irony of all this, this to right? The That's irony true. of this, he would go on and play the most consecutive games of anybody. <laughs> and I would be injured going into year two and miss the entire <laughs> oh, season. So we're just... Just reminding people. Strong, of, underlined. Yeah, strong. Oh, baby. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Now, I, I know information men and women in this business hate to have their sources not questioned, but pegged. Just our sense of, well, this person's tight with that person, so we know that that person's, that's where they're getting the information from. Right. Information men and women hate that. Right. Because they have more sources than just the one that we think they're getting it from. Plus, you know, what if we're right? <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's just, it's not, there, a source is, is per or close to the situation for a reason. They're trying to protect this person as well. So they don't like it, and 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 so I I'm I'm loath to jump in on this, but I will do it anyway because Lewis Riddick just pointed out when I said to him, "What if the possibility? What is the possibility of maybe Mac Jones was never considered by the Niners ever? What if they 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 made that move when Zach Wilson might have been third overall for all they knew, right? Right. Mm -hmm. They they assumed you know at the time that this tr trade was struck, Darnold was still a Jet. Maybe, maybe maybe it's possible, you know, they were going to keep Darnold. 
even though they apparently knocked on the door for Darnold. They got a sense that Darnold was still there. They couldn't wait any longer. They had to go. Had to make a move. Essentially, you know, Zach Wilson was still on the board. So the sense is, uh, or, or technically on the board for them to take it three when they were moving up to three during Zach Wilson's pro day, I mind you. So I asked Lewis Riddick, you know, what's the possibility of maybe Mac Jones wasn't considered? And he's like, Adam Schefter, with all of his information and knowledge, would not come out and say the Niners are interested in Mac Jones unless he had it. Of course, I'm not saying he's making this stuff up. Nobody is. But here's the reason why I think Adam is particularly right. Kyle Shanahan is making this move. Who's probably very involved in this maneuver with Kyle Shanahan? Who, who do you think Kyle's talking to? His father, Mike. Let me tell you this story about our first Thanksgiving night game in the history of NFL Network. Denver versus Kansas City. Adam Schefter reports on the pregame show that no matter what Jake Plummer was going to do in Arrowhead Stadium that night, in the first ever Thursday night football game in the history of NFL Network on Thanksgiving night, no matter what Plummer would do, win, win by a lot, lose, doesn't matter. He's out. Jay Cutler's in. I'm in the parking lot where we had our trailer <laughs> set up, our green room trailer in the parking lot. Steve Bornstein, my boss from ESPN, smart enough to have hired me twice. Hey, the NFL Network. I love your impression of him. Here it comes. Hey, Rich, where's Adam Schefter? You know where he is? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, Steve, I, I, I don't know why. And he goes, I got to find him. Why? Pat Bowen's looking for him. Pat Bowen. May he rest in peace, Pro Football Hall of Famer, one of the most influential owners in the history of the NFL, certainly because of his standing in the television broadcasting industry. He was the guy striking all the deals, the television deals, et cetera, and, all, and also led to the birth of NFL Network. Tremendous advocate for us. Don't know where he is. Cut to less than five minutes later, sashaying in, which is the only way to describe yeah. Pat Bowen sashaying in, looking like he is straight out of a fashion magazine. A leather jacket, oh, right? Like Always wore a leather jacket. Perfect. Perfectly appointed. <laughs> Tan was perfect. Everything was perfect. <laughs> Asking me, where's Adam Schefter? Why? He goes, because he just reported that Jay Cutler's going to be starting for, for us next week. I got to speak to him. <laughs> he scooped Pat Bowen. Scooped the owner. Wow. Because he was tight with Mike Shanahan. Everyone knew it. Pat Bolin knew it. Everybody knew it. That was true in 2006. It's got to be true in 2021. I'm not saying this is where he got it from. I'm saying that if a Shanahan is making a decision and he's reporting what the level of interest is, you can kind of take it to the bank. And I forgot about all that until Lewis Riddick had just said it. I love you, Adam Schefter, with all of my heart and soul. One of my favorite people I've met in this business. A lead pipe wielding professional. Now then. Real quick, Rich, I forget. Yes. Did you guys know each other in college? Yes, we did. Okay, you were friends? We did. He was, he was on the, the Michigan Daily staff, and um, he was a year in front of me. That's And hilarious. I edited his copy from the national championship game, I think that Glenn Rice uh, cut down the nets. That's amazing, man. Yes, I've known him. I've known him for a very long time. Love to see those archives. 
Yeah, he, he my column's name was Get Rich Quick. Yep. <laughs> His column's name was Chef's Specialty. Like, did you and Schefter, like, kick it in college? No, we did not. You were just, you were cordial <laughs> with each other. We did, of course. Yeah. But he was uh, on a different level in playing. He was, like, hanging out and talking to and doing stuff for Matt, Mitch Album. Like, wow. yeah, he was going places. So you knew. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Jeff Passan at Syracuse. Is that right? Yeah. Just didn't know each other, didn't run in the same circle, but knew of him because yeah. it's like, Oh, this guy's going to be a big-time writer someday. And Schefter was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is. What are we talking about? Lovely guy. All right. Now then. Now we're talking about professionalism. Let's do something thoroughly unprofessional. <laughs> Speculate wildly. And I know this I'm sounds terrible. I know this. I shouldn't set it up this way I'm because I want to thank uh, Mike Florio for the idea. <laughs> Great idea. Uh, I think he tweeted this out for Pro Football Talk. With the Super League being created in the Premier League, God forbid this happens in the NFL. But you know, and the owner of your favorite team, Jerry Jones, you know, the Cowboys, there are, are certain revenue that the Cowboys generate that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if you asked Steve, uh, you know, Jerry and Steven in a quiet moment, would you really want to share this with the league? <laughs> would you really want to share this with the, thir- the 32nd best revenue generating team in the league? Two words, Rich. Hell no. <laughs> there is less pie. There is less pie. You know what I mean? When it all comes down to it. So, Jerry. There is G- less pie. Thank you, Mr. Jones. <laughs> so, heaven forbid the league ever does something like this. But we looked at the Super League that's being created. Half of the founding members of the Super League are coming from the Premier League. There are 20 sides. There are 20 clubs, if you will. Pardon me. In, in the Premier League. Half of them, half of the teams on the board uh, are all from the Premier League. So six of 20 teams have already raised their hands to say, we'll be founding members of the Super League. We did the math. That's 30% of the Premier League. Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Manchester United, and Tottenham. Tottenham. Okay. Hotspur. So if we did the math, 30% of the NFL is 9.6. We'll just round up. 10 teams would then be just as similar to create an NFL Super League. Now, again, those teams, those, pardon me, clubs from the Premier League, not all of them win all the time. Many of them have passionate fan bases with history of wins, but haven't won lately. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of fans are like, you know, Tottenham, Arsenal, for instance, they're running away from the Premier League because they haven't gone to the Champions League in a while or they haven't won the Champions League in a while. Or, you know what, they don't want to have maybe one particular off year and God forbid they get relegated. They're trying to run away from the competition. All that said, we decided let's come up with 10 teams, whether they're extremely successful or have deeply passionate fan bases with a huge history to come up with our own super leagues we've done it i came up with 10 teams chris you came up with 10 teams absolutely and you came up with 10 teams tj i did i think we'll see how different they are and maybe we can meld them together for one rich eyes and show super team i think they're gonna be a lot more similar than we'll see do you have some uh does uh, del tufo have an archive of some nfl films music that you can go find yeah right there mr feller that would be great i'll go first are you ready for it, Chris? I am so excited. Here's Let's my go. here's my list of ten. 
All right, you're going to just throw the list up? Put the list up. The Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Chicago oh, Bears, okay. the New York Football Giants, the 49ers, the Saints, the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Browns. <laughs> what? That's my Super League. Now then, keep it up on the screen here. Hey, hey. The Saints, you might be sitting there going, well, I mean, Breeze is gone. What are the Saints going to do? And my answer is, I need TV ratings. I need TV (laughs) ratings in the South. I've got the Dallas Cowboys in the South. I've got the Saints in the South. Every single out-of-market, top-rated market in every NFL game that does not involve the Saints, so they're out of market, New Orleans checks in. Big game between two teams that don't matter for the Saints or don't involve the Saints on Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night. Best out of market are the Saints. They love football. I need them. Got to have them. There's a reason why Tagliabue said the Saints are not moving out of New Orleans. And then the Raiders are a passionate fan base and the Browns are too. I got to have them. And you can't have a Super League and get a television contract for it by telling everybody Mahomes isn't playing. That's why the Chiefs are in there. I need the New York market with the Giants. I got the Bears and the Packers, so I got a rivalry. I need a West Coast team, a California team with the Niners. You got the Raiders, who have a passionate fan base in the California area. And then there's the Cowboys. Got to have them. So I sat back there, and the the team that was the, if you want, first one out, a pop the bubble. Yeah, first one or two out. The Patriots. Because (laughs) I know that if a TV deal's got to get done, I got to get the Kraft family involved. But I I need the Saints gotta have him and brady's not on the team anymore so i i bounced the patriots and breeze is gone with the saints but brady's not on the team anymore and the the patriots so got him out interesting interesting what's your super Uh, super team you and i had the same logic uh with the saints so my super team is patriots steelers packers cowboys raiders yes chiefs yes I went Seahawks for my West Coast team. The Bears, we were lockstep there. Saints as well. The Jaguars. And I went Jacksonville. Because you want Trevor Lawrence? I want International. They are kind of the team of London. Yeah. Uh, we got to get that foreign uh, soil, foreign eyes, foreign dollars. Yeah, but the Steelers travel. I mean, and the I'm lo- color. Okay. Yeah. And I'm looking the at uh, the next 15 years of a generational face of the league type quarterback. The Patriots. I want Trevor Lawrence. Uh, the Patriots are more relevant than the Giants. And Dude, they, they give you me left that. the New York market out like you're <laughs> out of your mind. Hey, Rich, the, New York is a single island of about 30 miles oh, long by gosh. six. Okay, New England is could take up the whole area, including New York. New England. Wow. That is my Super League. Jacksonville's in. Obviously, Raider Nation were lockstep there, Rich, right. as well. And uh, I went Seattle. There's Seattle fans everywhere. No, up, I know. The up and down the coast. Everywhere. So I right. Seattle for my West Coast. TJ Jefferson, your Super League. Heaven forbid this ever comes to pass with the NFL. Go for well, it. Well, with my league, you probably would want it to come to pass. And I'm all about revenue and bringing eyes to the product. So okay. obviously, number one, it goes without saying, the Dallas Cowboys are uh-huh. in there. And then we got the Pittsburgh Steelers, Damn. the Green Bay Packers, the New England Patriots, 
the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, we're all locked up on the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the, love the, Raiders. the cherry behind those, all those are historical teams no in NFL. They have great fan bases. Yeah. Then we go Kansas City, because as long as Patrick Mahomes is alive, you want him in yep. your league. Tampa Bay. I believe Tom Brady's going to play for another six, seven years, so he's like 53, 54. So we might as well have the Bucks in there. Bills and the Rams. I am. I almost had the Bills too, actually. I put the Bills in just because of the Bills Mafia. I know how hard that fan base goes, and I know how passionate they are. So we want them to be a part of it. The Rams. We've got a brand new stadium here. The Bears out. The Chicago Bears. Well, it came down to it came down to Jacksonville and the Bears. I had the Bears in initially, and then I thought, you know what? If Trevor Lawrence is going to turn out to be what everyone is claiming him to be, I need him in my league. Like Brockman said, we're going to go to Europe, so he's going to be the face. So we might as well. That's saying if Trevor Lawrence is what we believe him to be, I got to have him. So Yeah, what if Urban's just like after three years, I don't want to coach anymore, and Trevor Lawrence gets, I mean... What's Trevor going to quit? Someone else no, will gladly coach hurt. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll go coach Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you got to look long term in history and all of that stuff, guys. I, 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 I long term. I'm looking, I didn't? At, I'm looking at new revenue streams. Yeah, Europe. You have Europe. new revenue streams. You didn't include the top two television markets in the United States of America at New York Rich, and L.A. Nobody cares about the Giants. They really don't. Like, I know like, one Giant on. fan. His name's John Krasinski, and I used to live with him, and it was horrible. He's the only giant fan that I know. Like, uh, did he say not 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 the guy not, from the office? Not that John with Krasinski. you, you can never know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I, I thought he was a Patriot fan. I thought he was another John Krasinski from Nobody Hicksville, Long about Island. The Giants. The Giants have been around for a hundred plus years. The Giants are owned by the Mara family, or partially owned by the Mara family. Guy's name is on the on the football. You need the Maras to make something like this happen. Well, that's why I picked the Steelers. Rich, I'm not living in the Stay past. Family. I'm looking to the future. Yes, Jacksonville. Rams with the stadium. But you put the Cowboys on at least, right? Oh, he's yeah, not dumb, Rich. Oh, before he's the, a lot of things. He's not dumb. <laughs> Both. I can't believe there's two I Jaguars. I have all regions covered. I have New England covered. I have the Midwest covered with Green Bay and Chicago. I have the West covered. You don't covered. have California covered. Yes, I do. I have Seattle. That's not How's that California? California? Rich, you know more Seahawks <laughs> fans that live in Los Angeles than Rams fans. Okay. I don't. I didn't. I didn't include a Los Angeles team. Technically, I included the Raiders, which you could say is still a Los Angeles team. Right. That's how right. I. That's so, how I have LA covered. Right. And I included the New York Giants because it's New York. I have I, California I, and the 49ers. I've I got two teams the in the Browns. South and the Cowboys and the Saints. I can't, really can't believe I have the Browns. The Browns fans are are insane. Like if you ever choose anybody that's like a, a, a soccer club, a football, an FC, it's the Browns fans of the uh, of the NFL. I don't know, man. I was too afraid to leave the Raiders off. Just because of their fans that are like soccer fans. You also have to have a team in Ohio. You're talking football, man. Ohio. They're they're rabid in just that that state. That's That's why we have the Steelers. The Steelers will cover Ohio. The Steelers cover all of that area. Steelers cover that whole area. What do you think? Give us a call if you want to give us a ring, 844-204-RICH. They were my last team out. Number to die. They were your last team out? Those were my last team out. Because of Josh Allen. You, You guys have a recency bias. Bill's we're moving forward, future. Looking forward. Kyle Brent's going to join us in hour number three as well. I'm making all the money. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We've never done this, Mike. Are you ready to do this? You told him about yes. No, you told him about how you you are the Bill Walsh of audio executives. Exactly, you yeah. can't screw these up, okay? Yes. Okay. You want them one at a time. Yeah, right? Here we go. Yep. One at a time. Your favorite catchphrase from the original Predator. Go ahead. Here's one. If it bleeds, we can kill it. All right. That's number one. Here's number two. Okay. This is the chopper. Okay. Hear them. Yes. I'm just kidding. You can't hear them. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm doing this blindfolded. Mike, wait a minute. The sound. Wait a minute. No, Did Bill Walsh not have the volume up? <laughs> Did the Bill Walsh of sound engineers not have the volume up for the second? Oh my god. Oh we can boy. Kill it. This is not bode I well. I want to cause can feedback. You go, do, oh. <laughs> There's a method to his madness. Do you want to try one more time now? Yes. Okay, go. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, man. Here we go. We can kill it. Okay, if it bleeds, you can, can bleeds, kill it. We can kill it. Okay, here's the next one. This is the chopper! This is the chopper. <laughs> and here's the other one. One ugly mother... Okay, there's that one. Okay. Start bench cut. All right, get to the chopper. It's cut. Because it's only an incidental line, and the only reason we remember it is because he's Austrian. If any other actor on the history of the planet, and by the history of the planet, I mean the States. Sure. Because it's 1987, right? So the only country that exists is the United States of America. Sure. If anybody else said, get to the choppers, it wouldn't have been a line. It wouldn't have been a line. It's only because because he's Austrian. Cut. Cut. It's superfluous. Wow. We're going to bench. We're going to bench. Um, uh, your one ugly, ugly MF. Because I have to be a com- I have to be a comedian of integrity who works from the highest point of intelligence. <laughs> we only like that because we were all 16 and he swore. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna start. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Because it because it's a succinct line. It furthers the plot, and it's done in a very naturalistic way. If it bleeds. We can kill it. Very well done. That's mm-hmm. just all right. There we go, guys. Now that's what a talk. Now for everybody else who comes in here on the Rich Eisen that's show, we're going to show I'm them. Setting the bar you know, here. We're, we're going to show them this start bench cut because you have raised the bar, Keith. Setting Michael the bar King. right here. We're going to edit out Del Tufo. We're going to edit that out. We're going to edit that out. No, it, it, it's, it's too good. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard. Well, it is. Because he was talking about being the Bill Walsh of audio. 
because he had a he had a coaching tree yeah, and his audio his tree, audio which you're tree. on, fella. You're, you I would, am. Yeah. He would include you on his his Bill Walsh of audio tree. Yep. You know. I don't have everything ready. He's including that. <laughs> so you would have known how to hit that drop, and so, and so I wouldn't perfectly. know anything, so I can't. There really you go. Diss him. Very good. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on this radio station, and also on Peacock. I want to tell you about. Uh, our friends at Peacock and this fabulous three-part Peacock original series, Michael Phelps, Medals, Memories, and More, streaming now. Phelps shares intimate details on the races, rivalries, and personal struggles that led to his 28 Olympic medals. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at PeacockTV.com to start streaming the entire series for free right now. Um, big, uh, Big soccer news, big American soccer news. Ted Lasso is coming back in July. Hey, season two. All right. all right. Ted Lasso. I mean, I wish they had had the Super League thing all buttoned up. Jeez. I mean, is it too late to go back for some reshoots? I don't know. Well, we'll see how it happens. Again, this Super League thing, like I told you, they're going to need a TV contract. I, I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if those are happening right now. I mean, somebody's got to be talking about it right now, immediately. They have to seek out the revenue on the spot. Certainly if they were going to start playing in, in August, it's the idea. That's right around the corner, man. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's go to Jason in Miami here on uh, the Rich Eisen Show. How you been, Jason? Oh, uh, hello. Hey, guys. What's up, guys? How you Rich, been, how you doing, Jay, Jason, what's up, buddy? Okay, first of all, I called because I, I was making a list. I love the idea of making a list, but yep. I'm being honest, I literally had to click over because I just got a job offer and I was negotiating uh, money and all of that. And okay. I clicked over. Am I still on hold? No, you're on. So I literally, I didn't see TJ and, well, congratulate me on the, on the job. Guys. Congratulations. 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 That's great. That's what's up. That's terrific. So I didn't see uh, TJ and Chris's uh, list, but I saw yours, Rich. No problem. And I can't, I can't go with the Saints. So I love the Saints. I love Drew Brees. What he did for that region is everything. But let me just give you my list real quick. Go for right, it. You ready for this? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cowboys. Of course. <laughs> okay, the Eagles. That I hate the Eagles, but you cannot deny that that fan. Those are some passionate fans. Hang up this call. No, no, no. <laughs> it's okay. Keep going. Right. You've got eight more to go. We've got the Packers. Yeah. Tradition. Tra- Packers and Bears okay. are a given. That's tradition right there. That's four. You've got six more to go. All right, I got the Niners. Uh-huh. Um, with all those chips they got, you know, you got to throw those in there. You're halfway home. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, passionate fan base. Yep. That, 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 you know, Chiefs kingdom, you can't deny that. Um, Steelers got the chips. Uh, the Raiders got the tradition. Yep. Um, the Giants have the history, although, you know, I hate them too. <laughs> so my last one, yep. I'm, I'm torn between the Patriots and the Bills. I got the Bills in there because, again, Bills Mafia is, is, they show up. They show up, you know, win or lose, they're there. So uh, that's what I got. Uh, let me know what you think about that. There you go. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles, Packers, Bears, Niners, Casey. I mean, you can't make any argument here uh, other than the fact that you do not have, you know, you've got a California team. Um, you don't have anybody other than the Cowboys in the South. You don't have any Florida teams. I didn't either. These 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 Jamokes put Jacksonville on. Both of them. Yeah, no. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for no. someone who I'm sorry for the fans of Florida. 
but uh, other than the heat, they they don't they don't show. All they right, don't thanks show for the call, there. Jason, and congrats on the gig, man. Congrats on the All gig. All right, appreciate it, man. Thank you. That's yeah, man, Jason in Miami. Congrats, Let's go to Grant in Chicago. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Grant in the great city of Chicago. What do you have there, Grant? Hey, Rich. First, I, I want to know, how, how do you come to work every day with these jamokes? <laughs> you know what? Um, well, I get. That's why I come in heavily caffeinated. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. <laughs> it's aggressive. It's aggressive. There's you, a Super League. Honestly, uh, European football is very interesting because clearly these top leagues are losing out on so much revenue where they have to share with the bottom rung team. Right. So it, it is. But the Champions League is so is so much fun. The the last couple games when they the the home and away it, it is very exciting. But we'll see how it goes. Right, and and you know um, the deal is Grant though is, and thank you for the call. Is it? I, I think I'm just to try and get to the drill down deep here. From what I'm understanding and, and get, is that after a hundred years of doing it a certain way, and then I guess 1950 is when they created the current model and construct that still is rooted in the regional, the roots of of the Premier League and the Champions League. Is it the roots of the regional fan bases? And the, the the clubs that don't perform all that well, you know, habitually still can have an opportunity, right? The opportunity knocks and then all of a sudden, like uh, Leicester City comes out of nowhere, right? Like 5,000. That's, and, that's, and that's why that, that's why you stick around for 90 years. I guess so, yeah. And, and, and how the big boys and all of their big talent and their big money can be chopped down, you know? David comes and slays the football Goliath. And the football Goliaths essentially say to the roots, yeah, you don't mean that much. Because we're the ones that are bringing in the eyeballs with our stars and our, you know, championship runs, even though you can get us on any given football fill in the day of the week. But, yeah, you, 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 thank you for all that time. But, you know, you helped us build this league into what it is so we can leave it and make our cost certainty a certainty and make our place in the standings, you know, a certainty with our costs. Doesn't matter if we finish in the top four, we'll still get our money. That's it. See ya. That's an outrage. It's just outrageous. And then also then say, well, then there's five other spots for everyone to come in and, and hang out. Like, you didn't turn your back on the roots. Yeah, the roots can still grow enough to come join us, but we, are, we already got ours to seed this thing. We already got our seed money from J.P. Morgan Chase. But you can come in. You can still come in. It's still, we, we can still figure this thing out. But this is the way we're going to do it from now on. Because why do we need to, to face off with the 18th best football club in, in the Premier League when you're about to get relegated? Why do we need to bring my A-list team to your pitch so we can get hurt and maybe not get to the Champions League and then I lose all my money that I was hoping to get, that I didn't get the bottom line? I'd rather do my own damn thing. Mm-hmm. How would you feel? Again, I'm sure you know when this gets our, our, our NFL Super League concept – Gets put out there. I left the Bills fans off. 
and their fan base. I'll hear like, what are you thinking? Oh, you're definitely going to hear it. So what do you think all these, you know, places in the UK and across Spain and Italy are thinking about being left behind? Like this, that's real life. This is what we're just fun. chilling here on the Rich Eisen show. Yeah. Kyle Brant's about to join us from the Emmy-nominated Good Morning Football program on NFL Network. You know, I, 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 I'm trying to just put, again, that, that, that fine point on it. And, you know, I, I, I hear, again, from my Twitter feed that, you know, fans of Liverpool are just going to leave the team. But then there are other fans saying, well, I'm not leaving my team just because we're not in the Super League, that this is what, you know, this is what we do here, Rich. You know, you're not considering that. And I'm just considering, again, fans who have had their back turned on them by, by management. That's what they're doing because they're, they're, getting their, they're getting their paychecks. They're getting that check. That money's coming in from a bank that says we will bankroll it. And all they need is one television network locally in Europe and internationally to come in. And, and if that happens, this Super League's going. And then the, the football clubs that don't join, I, I don't know how they survive. Now, I might be sitting here and turning my back on, on, on and not paying attention to the fans who are so passionate that they don't need the Premier League or the Super League for them to root for their team, their club. This is nuts. So I, I just don't know how they survive if, if, if the teams that bring in much of the revenue and the eyeballs leave. So apparently, this just broke a minute ago, Chelsea is now preparing documentation to request withdrawing from the Super League. Oh, really? So Chelsea's like, forget it? This is Dan Roan of the BBC News. So Chelsea's laying, we're saying, Chelsea's saying we're out now. And, and, and this, a- after backlash. And, and this is what I hope that, you know, because here in America, Rams fans in St. Louis couldn't stop the Rams from moving to Los Angeles. But they moved to L.A., so they have a new fan base saying, hey, we're happy to have you here. But the, the, the football clubs like Chelsea are still in Chelsea. They're just playing in a different league. And if the fans are saying, we're not coming if you're going to the new league, I hope the fans have some sort of say. It would be great. And that's what I guess people were tweeting at me saying, Rich, you forget about what 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 wakes this sport. So Chelsea's saying we don't need we're, we're gonna stay? Chelsea's the first first team to pull out. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> this is insane. So the Chelsea's like the Belichick jet coach of the founders <laughs> of the Super League. <laughs> they put on a cocktail napkin that they're out. <laughs> 